That's right. I don't carry a tune in a bucket, but if you know me, if you know 80s, 70s, 80s, 90s movies, you know exactly what that was. You know what movie that's from. That's right. Today we're talking Sly, Sylvester Stallone, Rocky, and a little bit of Lion Piss. Good morning, competitor. Jake here, your chief encouragement officer, and welcome to the Compete Everyday Podcast. We are finishing out the week. It's Friday, episode 684. It's all about playing that Rocky training montage, getting that good music in your soul to get going, whether it's that original montage, whether you love that Eye of the Tiger from Rocky Three, or you're more into that training montage or the final countdown from the Rocky Four soundtrack. Sometimes you just got to crank up the music and keep going. One of the books I read this month that I absolutely loved was called The Last Action Heroes. As a kid who was born in the early 80s and grew up watching, you know, Rocky, Terminator, Predator, uh, Die Hard, Steven Seagal movies like Hard to Kill, uh, Under Siege, all of these ones, I, I love that old school shoot them up, blow them up style that Hollywood ran with in, in the 80s and 90s and, and then paid some tribute to with the Expendables series that they've come out with the last few years. And what I loved about this book is it dove into the backstory of a lot of these stars, things that I'd heard bits and pieces of but never really knew how they got there, how some of these movies were made, how some of these people became stars. Because now you just think back, you think it's Arnold. You've got the Governor, you've got... Terminator, you've got all of his movies still putting out stuff. You think, you know, Stallone, it's Rocky, it's Rambo, John Claude Van Damme, Bruce Willis. You've got all these guys that I grew up watching. And, you know, as a kid, you want to be that action star. But a lot of times we tend to forget what all went into that moment. Not just like making the movie. We understand that making a movie, there's a ton of work and goes behind the scenes and it's, you know, a fictional story. But getting to that point in life, that it wasn't accidental, that it didn't just happen, that it was the culmination of work, tragedy, challenges, all behind the scenes that we tend to forget when we just watch the movie or when we see their name or picture in the paper or on TV. And the, the story that stood out to me with this book when it opened was this visual of Sylvester Stallone getting peed on by the lions. You see, at that time, he was 24 years old, working at the Central Park Zoo for like $1.17 an hour. He moved to New York. He was just trying to break into acting. And so he was taking any and every job he could. One of the jobs he had was working at the zoo. And as he laughs, the lions would pee on you. If you were working in the zoo, they would you're cleaning up crap, you're feeding them, you're doing all these things, but you're also target practice. And the thing about that is that's hard to imagine what Stallone was like then as an usher at the movie theater and, and as a fish head cutter in the marketplace and getting peed on by lines when you see everything he's done since then. And it's the reminder that like all success stories, they don't just happen. We simply see the top part of the iceberg, the 10 to 15% above the water, and we don't see the 85 to 90% below it. 
In Stallone's case, we know Rocky ended up catapulting him into fame and started not only that franchise, but then it put him into Rambo and all of these other things. But what we didn't see was how he and his wife at the time were living in this tiny little apartment, almost a single room studio with their dog, with a broken toilet, just trying to script out and write different things to try to get any studio to pay attention to him. And most wouldn't. We didn't see, uh, I almost called him Rocky, Stallone going into audition after audition and them immediately turning him away because of how he looked. Because his face, as we all know, is his iconic look is the result of when he was born and the doctors had problems getting him out that they used forceps and they severed a nerve in his jaw. And that's why his face is the way it is. That's why his voice is the way it is. We didn't see that the movie theaters even read Rocky and didn't want to do it. They didn't believe in this. At the time, all Hollywood cared about were these dark, gritty, bad type uh, anti-hero movies. That year that Rocky came out, Taxi Driver and Carrie were the two big ones that were supposed to take the cake. It wasn't supposed to be about a movie of an underdog boxer who has hope that he can win it and just outwork everybody. They didn't want to see that, but America did. America wanted hope. Those 70s, everything they were dealing with, with Vietnam and presidential scandals, they just wanted some hope. And that one movie gave it to him and changed Stallone's career. And we know that story, but we don't know everything that went into getting there. And the reason I bring that up to you today is the long game that we play for big goals, the ones that really matter, are the hardest. Social media tricks us into believing that we should have gotten there faster. Our own expectations when we start after a goal tend to trick us into thinking we're going to get there quicker, that maybe we're an exception, that where we are now is not where we, quote, should be in our head. And so we're a failure for not getting there, even though perhaps our expectations weren't quite realistic. Most people give up. They give up because what they expected to be easy was anything but. Some of the young speakers I coach and work with, we talk about this in the sales process of them expecting to start and instantly get going, to have all these gigs, to make all this money, to be coming out of the gates from day one like somebody else they see on stage or on TV or on social media. And I have to remind them, it doesn't work like that. You don't start with the top of the iceberg. You start with the part under the water and you build that. If you're training for a fitness competition, it's not the moment you step on stage. It's all the days and reps you put in the gym. It's the times you skip that glass of wine or that glass of whiskey for water and your meal prep. It's all of the little choices that no one else sees you make that prepare you for that moment to step on stage. Just like when you step on stage and win that sales award at the end of the year for your company. And everybody sees that. They see your smile and they see how you communicate and they think, oh, it must be talent, must be easy. Oh, it's nice. But what they didn't see is all the hours you spent on weekends and at nights skipping parties to work on your network, to work on how you pitch your sale, to work on how you handle rejection, to build the mindset to be able to keep getting up and going in the face of rejection, in the face of dead ends. They don't see that. Just like we didn't see all the things Heck, all the lions peeing on Stallone before he got to the point he's at today. Even so, back in the late 70s. 
And so the things you have to remember when playing the long game is you got to focus on what you're doing today and not the gap from where you're trying to go. We give up, we get demotivated, we quit when we stare at the gap between where we are and where we expect to be instead of simply looking down at the two feet beneath us and saying, what do I need to do today to make forward progress, to move toward my goals? You got to commit to yourself that you don't finish a day unless you're confident you made forward progress toward where you want to be tomorrow. You then have to take a second to look back over your shoulder and glance at the progress you made. That number on the scale may not be what you want it to, but how much better is it than when you started? That weight on the barbell may not be as heavy as you want it to be, but how much heavier is it than when you started? Your position in your company may not be as high on the org chart as you want it to be, but is it better than when you started or are your skills better than when you started? You look back to look at the progress you made because for most people, they forget how far they've come and they're only caring about how far they have left to go, so they just quit. And then finally, you gotta remind yourself of the facts. Every successful pursuit takes time. Every great athlete didn't just show up overnight. There were years and years and years of putting in work, of shooting in an empty gymnasium, of training by themselves, or playing basketball by themselves on busted up asphalt in order to build the skills that eventually put him in a position to get a college scholarship, to go from college to the NBA. We don't see the work. We just see the outcome. And the same applies to you. Most of society quits and gives up because they're so focused on the outcome and where it doesn't align with their expectations of where they are today. And they forget to remember that there's so much behind the scenes that we don't see in other success. And just like they're never going to see in our success. But they're never going to see us succeed unless we're putting in that work behind the scenes, unless we're building that bottom of the iceberg that no one else sees. And so what are you doing today to put yourself in a better position for where you want to go? What are you doing today to improve your health, weight, fitness for that goal that you have for yourself? What are you doing today to get better acclimated with the people on your team and connect with them so you can build your leadership influence within your organization? What are you doing today besides listen to this podcast to build your mindset and skill set to go attack your day? What are you doing that no one else is going to see you do? that's going to set you up for the success that everyone's going to see you claim. We only see the top part of the iceberg, but there's always so much that goes into it. Make sure every single day you're adding to your block of ice. Go win your day, competitor. You know I'm cheering for you. Thanks again, competitor, for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. This is Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and I'm glad you're here because that means you're a driven leader who wants to maximize your performance and pursue greatness in every area of your life. To learn more about Compete Every Day, get involved in our leadership cohort, or find resources to help you lead better and succeed more, visit CompeteEveryDay.com. I'll see you next episode.